Hey, Garrett. Yes, Boca. Don't you want me to do something with my life? You know, if only you'd start a podcast, preferably about a certain genre of romantic films, and then we could co-host it and do that shit for years and years and years, and then have a finale where we review my big fat Greek wedding. That sounds like something that's right up my alley. Hi, I'm Boca. And I can't believe this is happening. And welcome to the Bromance Podcast series finale. That's two dudes and one girl talking about romantic comedies because love is dead, movies are real, but you know, in the end, maybe love isn't that dead. And joining us today for the series finale for our 81st episode with a film that she picked, our asset producer, my former manager, current spiritual guru, Christy, welcome to the stage yet again. How are you feeling? I'm feeling great. Thank you for that intro, especially because last time I feel like I was so unprepared and I got all like, I'm shy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I have no patience for shyness or weak mental fortitude. So uh, I need everyone to bring their A game. This is the final one. No distractions, no poor audio. Is everyone mm-hmm. locked in? We got mics. We got we got everything <laughs> we need. Yeah, we're ready. Yeah, we're ready. All right. Clear eyes, full hearts. Can't lose. Can't lose. Can't lose. It'll, it'll never be in sync. We're, we're in three different time zones right now. Um, Christy, you chose this movie. Garrett gave it away. But why did you want us to talk about My Big Fat Greek Wedding? I mean, I did. was that a choice? Um, so, okay, I guess like my history with this movie was, when did it come out? Like 2002? That is correct. Yeah. As if I don't have the Wikipedia open in the background. Hey, but, one <laughs> of us. Around yeah, one of time. me. Yeah. Hi, um, so it came out 2002, so I was like 12, but my best friend growing up, she was Greek. And I think for watching her experience this, so this is not my lived experience, but watching her experience this, like, and just like seeing that, oh my God, I'm being represented during that, like very, during that specific growth period of her life. Like you're a teenager or you're an adolescent and you're like relating so hard to everything. And also when, like prior to this, what was like the big Greek thing of media? That existed. Spartacus? Yeah. Okay. 300 wasn't out yet. <laughs> so, sorry, not just not as relatable though for like, you know, teen girls and w- women. And yeah. I don't know. Meg's character in the Disney animated film Hercules. Oh, true. True. She was great. Yeah. Yeah. But otherwise, not, but- not a lot of Greek representation. No. No, no. So, um, yeah, I thought it was really endearing. And I remember really loving the film, Um, even though, like I said, I'm not Greek. uh, There were a lot of like cultural sort of nuances that was like, oh, Mm. that that feels familiar. Or I think a lot of like second generation or like immigrant families and stuff would have been like, damn, I feel that I feel that on another level. So, yeah, that's why I was drawn to this movie. Yeah, I can definitely add this to uh, C. It makes perfect sense uh, to not want to introduce your parents to people in your life uh, column. Not to this degree. I think my parents, this is the horror version of, oh, so I, I brought white people around to my parents. But like, what was the other one? The the Big Sick? Um, yeah. I don't think there are many others that immediately come to mind, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, this was- Is there just one want- with Ashton Kutcher and like Freddie Mac? Bernie Mac? Bernie Mac, sorry. What did I say? You said Freddie Mac, the financial institution with the student uh, loans. Dude, you know I'm in the sauce right now. <laughs> yeah. Garrett's become a finance bro, and I'm doing what I can to save his soul, but it might be too far gone. He's currently Thanks. wearing a Patagonia vest, and no one knows that I'm lying. It's a podcast. <laughs> He's definitely wearing Beja shoes. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah. it's awful. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, uh, Garrett, what was your experience before rewatching now with my big? So I watched this in the theater in 2002. You were like 10. Yeah. I Carol dragged me to this. Um, and then (laughs) one of my good friends growing up, um, was named uh, uh, Andrea Hagiani and she was like Greek as fuck. Mm. And like, it was so fucking funny because Mm. their home was like on a neighborhood that just had like generic cookie cutter homes. And then they had a fucking pantheon of pillars Mm -hmm. and all this shit. And like would slaughter goats in the backyard for like every like special occasion. Mm -hmm. And like the food was bomb. I couldn't watch the goat slaughter because I was like, I'd be playing with the goat because I'm 11. And then all of a sudden it would be like, Where's the goat? It'd be like, well, you see all the bomb food. And I was like, oh, Billy's dead, isn't he? We're really silenced those lambs, huh? Oh, yeah. It put the lotion on its skin and it still got fucked. (laughs) (laughs) I I guess I'm the only person who had, like, to my knowledge, no Greek people in my life. That's a combination of I went to Catholic school. And it's like, well, I'm supposed to be Greek and Catholic, but I suppose you lean towards Greek Orthodox. Nobody's really Mm -hmm. worshiping. Like the pantheon. It'd be way funnier if you're like, I had no Greek people in my life growing up completely by design. (laughs) (laughs) On purpose, just an aversion to Greek. Which kind of feels like though, what like the, and we'll get into it later, like what the dad was sort of like the energy he was putting out. Like, I don't interact with anybody except Greek people. Exactly. It's, it's, it had to be hyped up because it's a comedy. Cause like, no, like, oh, like I have immigrant parents because you have immigrant parents. The idea of like, oh, they might not, they might not be hip to the latest season of Friends. However, it's like, you've been here for a degree of time. You by accident, You've interacted with other people, but they also own their own businesses that were also mm-hmm. pretty Greek focused. So it's even more insular, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, should yeah. we get into what actually happens in the movie? Eh, if you want to. <laughs> you know, 81 episodes in, why change it up now, right? Yeah. Yeah. So a uh, 30-year-old uh, character named Blank, Garrett will be testing in 25 oh, seconds. Are you serious, dude? I didn't see this one coming. Motherfucker, it's the last <laughs> episode. Didn't that occur still to you? to troll you. Wouldn't it have been... F- okay. Oh, so you're fucking with me. You have... Well, you saw it coming, but are you nervous about this? What's that name? I'm nervous about them all, but, you know, somehow my beautiful mind figures it out, and I'm just going to rely on that. Okay. So, uh, this lady, this woman, is a member of a large, loud Greek family, uh, and all they ever want, especially for their daughters, but I think for all the children, is like, all right, you, you, you're raised Greek, you go to a Greek school where it's like you learn Greek at Greek school. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you will get married to a Greek person. And then you will have more Greek children. And yes. then slowly but surely we'll inherit the earth. Mm-hmm. Um, Garrett, what's her name? Main character. She. Uh, oh, uh, so, uh, this one I had because of uh, when I was watching the movie, I was like, I'm going to be extra fucked in this movie because it's like not like typical names that I would encounter in life. Mm hmm. Um, it's a flower. Um, uh, he has help. I don't have help. <laughs> Lifeline. I, I, I don't know if you didn't hear it. That'd be funny because we both. Oh, I didn't because I have the noise canceling headphones on. Oh, that's hey, funny. That's Did she scream out the name? Yes. Don't ruin what's that name? Um, the sanctity of the sport must be upheld. A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, two tulips. Two two tulipa. Tu, Dua Lipa. Tula. <laughs> Tula, it's not Dua Lipa. That one gets an asterisk in the book, but you got Why? it. Because she yelled it out. Christy. I have Apple headphones on. They I believe, I believe him on that. Those those things like block out everything. Yeah. Well, the, you know, more and more we come to expect less and less from each other. And if we wow. can't 
you know what? Fuck it. Fine. I'm not even gonna give my Aaron Sorkin speech, but fine. Yes, her name is Tula. It's like she has an older sister who's like the perfect one, a younger brother who he's all right. He's kind of babied because he's the one boy in an immigrant family, which I guess Nigerians don't do, or maybe it's just because it's like I was only had a brother. So it's like, even if they do baby the boys, I'm not, you're not hip to it because not a girl who's there by having to like cook and clean from the age of like five. So mm. who mm. knows if I've been babied. And I'm from a, like I'm, I'm, I'm the fourth or I'm the first girl out of like four Filipino yeah. girls. So like we didn't really have a comparison either. It, but the expectation was there. Like yeah. I said, I really hard to the movie. Yeah, your, your memoirs are going to be riveting the way you have to. <laughs> yo, you have, you have Filipino little, little women going on. Yeah, yeah, 100%. That was a huge comparison, too, but, you know, you yeah. didn't cover the rom- rom-com. What's not a rom-com? <laughs> there was a, a slight story there, but I, it was, like, more drama, right? Exactly. Anyway, yeah. yeah. The, the rom-draw, rom-com uh, schism is something we've gotten into many times over. Wait, last last little diversion. Which girl from Little Women are you? Which, which little woman from Little Women are you? Joe. Oh, okay. Everyone wants character. to be the Joe. Everyone wants to be the Joe, so. Okay, that's fair. All right. All right, so uh, she Tula is not like her family. She's meek and she's frumpy, and uh, she works in her family's Chicago uh, Greek restaurant called Dancing Zorba's. Um, hey, and... shout out Chicago, the current place I'm in. Yo, yeah, it's a great rom com city. Yeah, I went here exclusively for my big fat Greek wedding. There's no other reason why I need to be in Chicago. I just had to fly here to really. I'm a method actor. Uh, I'm a method podcaster, you know. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I just. Sorry, go ahead. Mm-hmm. I've just been in Chicago, just killing goats and building pillars, you know? Yeah. Have you flicked the bean yet? What? Have you, have, <laughs> have, have you, have you flicked the bean yet? Uh, what? There, I'm not from okay. Chicago either. Like, I have no, what is this? In Chicago, there is the bean. I know what that is referencing, but I don't know what it does do with you, Chicago. I'm surprised you have not literally gone to it. Just go think. Oh, That's the cool. giant, the giant mirrored bean thing. Yes. That I'm like, to, well, oh. flicking the bean typically does not refer to that. Oh, clearly not. But it's oh, like, thank God. Yeah. Well, I mean, neither of us were you, prepared. You literally yeah. could. That's what I did when I went to Chicago. Well, I literally probably will. Yeah. When you when you go to the bean, you should have flick it. Yeah. Okay. I'm on it. You're welcome. And get and get that as an Instagram boomerang. That's great content. You're welcome. Perfect. It. Oh, okay. Chris my, made a face. Tell me that's my not follower good will love that. You have more than one follower. I have like 230. That's basically being anonymous on the internet. Yeah, yeah. You might as well be Amish. Jesus Christ, yeah. Garrett. Get, yeah. get, get your bread up. Um, no. That's why he's the happiest of all of us, by the way, because he's so not online. <laughs> no social that's presence. True. Yeah, yeah. Ignorance is bliss. Exhibit mm-hmm. A, you know? Um, so, she, fine, she's frumpy and meek, and her older sister just makes her even look worse, and she's like, She's waiting for her life to begin as she works in the, the restaurant. Mm-hmm. And then one day while working at the, her parents' restaurant, um, in comes uh, this tall hunk of whiteness, uh, the wasp wet dream, Garrett. I just his know his name and it is painfully Caucasian because mm. it's Ian Miller. Yeah, <laughs> Ian Miller. At, or as her dad calls him, Ian Miller and the Toast family. <laughs> as opposed to sly in the family stone this is a different band that charted in the 70s also uh, ian miller is being played by not paul rudd but definitely paul rudd vibes not only that the actor who plays ian miller john corbett at least here i was like you 
could me who knows nothing about Greek people. I was like, especially if his hair had some more texture going. I was like, you could yeah, they be Greek. They could have permed his way in. Of all the wasps, he's the yeah. most Greek wasp they found. I know. I uh, still think Paul Rudd could have played this if they were to do a, a remake or if he had more clout at the time. Yeah. Uh, Christy, uh, uh, representing the female feminine point of view here. D- does Ian Miller get it going? Is he is he worthy of rom-com lead status? Yeah, there was something very um, charming about him. He was very, like, like wholesome. And I mean, the whole movie is, but yeah. um, this is also, we're talking in a time where um, when she's like that scene when she's in the when she first sees him and she's just like huh. like firstly I want to just note everybody in this movie feels super like realistic mm. or I, I don't know like in the regular rom-com world that's yeah. why I was like I could see him as someone that I'd be like oh I mean I don't know if I'd like stand creepily over him as like, like <laughs> more his friend and pour coffee but yeah yeah he had vibes yeah, I thought he he was nice. I mean, he's an English teacher in high school, so that, that gets you rom-com points. Mm-hmm. You know, he knows Shakespeare, uh, and he's, he's very kind. So, mm-hmm. uh, and actually, maybe a little bit too much of a doormat, but we'll get into that uh, a little bit later. So uh, she's staring at uh, Ian and his bald friend that should have been Jason Alexander. Maybe he was busy. Um, and then it's like, okay. Wait, I have a fun fact. I'm sorry, I have a really quick fun fact about this. The actor that played the best friend is actually Nia Vardalos. Um, So playing Tula, that's her real husband. Because this is all based off of her one woman play. Oh, wow. The the bald, respectfully not hot guy? Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Is the the leading woman's real husband? Oh, no. No, no, no. Not even worse, George Costanza. Yeah, <laughs> come on. Do you oh. want to, if you're him, do you want to be there? I thought that was fascinating. Like, I mean, they're, they're in the entertainment industry, like all kinds of shit goes down, right? But what? I'm sure they talk about to? it. <laughs> no, but I mean, oh, like, I'm sure swingers they talk about in Hollywood. It. Yeah, well, it's yeah. like in This Is 40 when, uh, what's this, uh, what's this, Judd Apatow's wife is in the movie. Yeah, when uh, Judd Apatow's just watching Paul Rudd uh, romance his wife, is like, yeah, so for the sex scene, I just need really like, Really go P to P here. Um, And then he's like, cut. We're going to do five more takes. So maybe he has a similar um, bag, if you will. But still, it's like, all right, so I'm going to fall in love with this taller guy with more hair. And you're going to watch. And the joke near the end is going to be you kind of get the respectfully not hot cousin. So that is a very respectful way of putting that. Yeah. It was was that. Yeah, that was sarcasm. I was like, listen, man, I don't know. To, to keep the pace, you know, the my brain only goes so quickly. I know you think I'm a just a mental machine, a whole mentat over here, but you know, it's there's who, a lot of work. Who, is, who has told you that? <laughs> <laughs> who, who has misinformed you? Fuck you. Okay. Okay. Oh my god. All right. Um. But yeah. So it's a real life husband and man who it seems like she wishes she was really with, if I may project. Um. But the, so the second after being this tall pale wasp she's like all right it's time for me to get an education oh i'm sorry chris is that not an accurate description of john corbett no, in this no, film? no continue continue <laughs> listen i'm gonna pass the ball if you if you if you have an objection you know speak now forever this is the last episode you got to get all your takes in no i'm good i'm good i want to just keep like the plot because i have other like little tidbits to drop mm. in okay for sure um so she decides after that it's like time for me to go to school which oh man fuck her father and not in a fun way. 
Okay, here, I will interject here. Yeah. I don't think that she was doing the school thing because of like Ian, like mm. before, you know, the listeners get the wrong idea. Because mm. she was already, they, they were sort of like referencing, like she had a flyer, she's been thinking about college. So I don't think True. that her motivation was this dude. What, what, what did you call him? Like uh, tall, pale, pale wasp. wasp. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, but so I just want to make that clarification because yeah. that was one of my favorite parts about the movie was she kind of like goes through a journey, but mm-hmm. it's not necessarily motivated by like the romance part of it. Yeah, you know, although to, to once again undercut Tula, although Christy does a very good po- and accurate point. Um, so thank you for correcting me. Like, all right, so she starts going to or rather she works with her mother to convince father to let her go to school. And I was just like, you know. Fuck the patriarchy. Unironically, because Jesus Christ, you're so the second your daughter says, I would like to go to community college to take classes in computer, because it's 2002. So that was mm-hmm. the major singular computer. Uh, he starts crying. He's like, Why do you want to leave me? And it's like, motherfucker, it's 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 the way of like the 30 future. years old at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, I just want you barefoot and pregnant and uh to make Greek babies, you know, That's so it. he can take Italy back. Uh, from the Romans, and it's like, relax, bro. Yeah, I didn't enjoy dad's general mood. Also, for like, I think, you know, you know, like relatable reasons, but again, like immigrant, second generation, culturally, there was just a lot of stuff going on there that I was just like, okay, a little late too much. Like you said, played it up for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the time, it was like, oh, so funny. And now I'm like, that part didn't age too well. But it looks still- bad for the Greeks. Yeah. Here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, she can't even fucking go to community college. Fine, but she does. The mom works on it um, to cajole. Oh, wait, Garrett, he's a major character. Um, misogynistic dad who loves the patriarchy and uh, Windex. Oh, um, uh, I'm on a roll. This might be because it's the last episode, but I think I just actually know his name because it's the only guy not named Nick. Uh, isn't it like Gus? Garrett. Yeah. That is correct. Hey, look at me go. Man, you know, it, it only took two and a half years, which really got that brain in order. Yeah. <laughs> All aboard the Gus bus, baby. Yeah. True, true. <laughs> well, that's a train. Um, but yeah, so Gus acquiesces and uh, lets the Dodger learn, <laughs> which was uh, which was really uh, progressive of him. Yeah. And, and so she's going to college. And as she as the weeks pass, uh, Tula gets more confidence and uh, she starts to change her image because earlier on she, we had, we had like a flashback to her childhood and she was talking about like, man, all the other blonde uh, skinny wasps in my Chicago neighborhood. There should have been more Polish kids in her school, frankly, this is Chicago. It's like, whatever. Yeah. She, she went to wasp high. Um, mascot was the wasp. And they were like, Oh, your hair is Brown and you eat uh stankopita or lamb or what was the food? say it again. Moussaka. What is that? I don't mean I'm not even familiar. It's it's like lasagna. Egg, and I think it has eggplant in it. Oh, I don't think my friends are gonna Georgiana, I'm so sorry. I don't yeah. think be <laughs> they had a restaurant as well. And I was oh. always eating Spanakopita and stuff at their house. But it oh, wasn't Spanakopita. This is Moussaka. I always want to say I always want to say it like the outcast album. Uh stink open. Uh nobody else would Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stankonia. Stankonia, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not the same. Shout out Outcast. What's Andre 3000 up to? I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll dig into that on the next pod. Um, 
Oh, there is no next pod. Fuck. Wow. Wow. Yeah. You know, I think I'm going to cry. And so we're going to go to commercial break. When we come back, we're going to, you know, talk about the movie. You know, there you like, go. Like we do. Yeah, like the old times. Yeah. In the oh. old country. Oh. What old country? Anyway. And we're back. I shed a tear for the death of this podcast and Chris is getting tizzered on some vermouth and we need to get back into my big fat Greek wedding. Where the hell are we in the story? She went to school. She went to school. She's educated now. <laughs> it's, not, it's not easy. She's it's with not degree. Easy. Yeah. Well, that and she's also, she, she's done the whole, um, she, she's doing the whole montage. The yeah. Look at me beautifying and all yeah. that. I, I, there's a lot of anti-glasses propaganda in this film. The glasses were not hold, the frames are holding her back. Glasses were not holding her back. Um, but that was the classic go-to glow-up for like the early 2000s. Was like you have glasses on, no one likes you. You took the glasses off. People want to have sex with you now. It is an international war crime that we never got to do. Not another teen movie. Whereas, like, I can't turn Sadie Boggs into the yeah, hot yeah. girl. She has overalls, <laughs> paints on them, and a ponytail and glasses. Um, you know, say lovey. So uh, she curled her hair, which again, I was like, do you need to curl your hair? I'm sure your hair texture is naturally curly. I don't know her life. Um, gets her the glasses. Um, what else did she do? Uh, she wanted to use makeup. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Like dress shitty, less shitty. <laughs> she sits with the cool girls at school. This was, this was very much for her, like, I get to redo school, and this time I'm oh, going to be yeah. with the hot bitches. Uh, and she's like, yeah. And then some John Hughes-ass yeah. music starts playing. Um, but fine, so, th- so that happens. And then, so she gets her accreditation, I suppose, in computer, um, and then begins to work at the, the travel agency right next to the family business. She's like, Sorry, oh, I know computers, and that's helpful. Do you say Sopranos? That her aunt owns. Oh, that her aunt. I love her aunt. Who was that lady? The I aunt, don't know. That's, the aunt that's was great, a new game. Though, right? Yeah. Who's that's, that lady? Who's that lady? <laughs> it's Marissa Tomei. Tomei, Tomei. Yeah. How is it always Marissa Tomei? <laughs> when you run the game, you get to choose the lady, Garrett. Um, mm. Fine. So she she's working at the <laughs> she's working at the travel agency. And oh, what do you know? Uh, Ian Miller uh, comes back to, again, both to eat and to see her. I think he, he did like the potatoes. So a little column A, a little column B. Mm-hmm. He liked the potatoes at the restaurant, I'm saying. Um, and, the, and then he tries to get her attention by being goofy. Yeah, he like oh. does like the walking downstairs routine outside of like where she's working and then runs into an old lady and then gets his ass beat by the old lady. And that it was, it was felt like Paul Rudd again, it's, I'm going to go on this, but like he's Paul Rudd, he's long mm-hmm. hair discount Paul Rudd. And he was doing a little Paul Rudd act out in front of the store thinking that apparently now she'll like him because she wasn't already awestruck by him. I guess the wild thing is Paul Rudd is acting at this time. Cause when did clueless come out? But he was on friends. This- and Clueless, yeah. Yeah, friend, I didn't watch Friends, but yeah, Clueless. So it's like, but he was too young at the time. Yeah. Yeah, and plus, and plus he doesn't, he's not wasp as Was wasp he too young at the time? Because he's like 50-something now. Like, he would have been in his 30s at this time. Yeah, but like, to play a high schooler, you need to be in your 20s. To play in your 30s, you need to be in your 40s. Wait, am I doing that That's backwards? Wild. That sounds right. Okay, fuck it. 
but it's their okay it's their meat cute yeah (laughs) she's like well no that's the fucking tangent (laughs) move it forward yeah fine they they meet and it's cute um and uh he gets the ian's attention but the family's not going to approve of her dating a a non-greek um yeah a a zeno a zeno however uncle pronounces it however dad pronounces it Mm -hmm. um but so they keep going on like secret dates and she tells the family she has a pottery class um dad's like this is good the greeks invented pottery which i feel it isn't bullshit so they they can play they got those vases with the those ladies from hercules yeah (laughs) Yeah, so it tracks. I also uh, love that all the statues have no arms. Did the arms break off? Or did the arms say, broke Fuck off. Arms. The oh, arms okay. broke off. <laughs> I thought as a culture, they're just like, we like our women with no arms. Yeah. Oh, you think like Venus? Um, yeah. So so Tula keeps going. They go on a montage of dates. and They're always making out in the car uh, one house down from the Pantheon. That is her family home. Um, until one day... Uh, it all comes to a head because cousin Nikki comes to the travel agency to let Tula know, to let Tula and Ian know that they're busted. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Didn't she like run into them like mid makeout or, you know, they were like extra like that. You're not supposed to be doing that in your, like, it's totally viewable. It's the way all crimes get found out. They started getting <laughs> sloppy, you know? Yep. Yeah. If, if they wanted to hundred percent get away with it, just stay in wasp town, you know? Um, so is she actually a 30 year old virgin? I thought about this too. I didn't want to like, I didn't know if that was like for taboo for our podcast. No, no, no. But I meant like, because I was like, okay, she went, she did the high school thing, but she looked like that in high school, but that didn't mean that she wasn't getting any, like, I mean, her husband's hideous. There had to have been a high school version of her husband and then they could have hooked up in high school. You know, we just want to clarify too. This is not autobiographical. Yeah, you but know, they, like there could have been someone profoundly lower mid that she I mean, could have hooked up with by now. We didn't talk about it, but like early on in the movie, like uh, her father, her uncle, and her aunt, they're all having a serious hushed conversation, but still with an earshot of Tula. Like, listen, I wanted to send her to Greece so she could find a husband. She said no. Take the trip to Greece, by the way. Uh, <laughs> yeah, get some Instagram photos off. For some reason too. in my memory, this movie had a moment where they were in Greece, but I think it was that the sequel. Oh, I, yeah. I, maybe it's a sequel. I've not seen the sequel. Um, I know nothing about the sequel. I, it has to go to Greece for the sequel, right? It's like this time even bigger, fatter, and Greeker. So Greece. no and no on both accounts. On both <laughs> because yeah. I have actually seen the second one. I don't, don't, I don't go to Greece? Greece. I don't think so. Maybe what's are you point? thinking of like what's the other what's the other Mamma movie? Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that could be it. They go to Greece. <laughs> Yeah, there we go again. That's the one. We got flashbacks from Meryl Street. No, um, fine. So the the question of was she a thirty year old virgin? It's it's unclear. Um, she certainly there's not an abundance of male suitors. Um, both because she's unhappy with her life and her family's like that, and all all the men that her father brings around later suck. Yeah, I just cousin virgin. Does her brother Nikki not have any friends who aren't gross? No. Yeah, it's it's completely possible. Gross. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that was cute though. When like like she was kind of like going to like looking at Nikki across the table as all of these like weird men are like sitting beside her, and there's just like some solidarity there. So yeah, you know, well meaning, but clearly just not the way that this is supposed to be going for Big Sis. Yeah, because Nikki and Tula have the uh, the perfect older sister, uh, Athena. Mm-hmm. Such a, yeah, that's a name. Uh, yeah. And then 
they're they're both like we want to do i want to be a painter nikki wants to be and tool is like i just don't want to marry a 45 year old man as a 30 year old woman who has like a unibrow but no hair up top yeah god really abandoned that man mm. yeah it's yeah. a rough hairline but fine so the so the the family knows that uh Nick uh, Tula has been making out with this wasp. And so uh, Gus, Daddy Gus is yelling at Ian in the parlor or whatever. It's like, you did not come here to ask if you can date my daughter. He's like, okay, can I? And he's like, no. He's like, she's 30. Bye. <laughs> You'll see me later, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> like, this isn't, this isn't 14th century and this is an adult woman. So uh, one way or another, the, you can't stop it stop it without like threat of violence yeah what are you gonna do yeah what, what are you gonna do what are you gonna do you're going along with it you know yeah i'm looking into the distance right now because i'm like as someone in her 30s i'm like god i could just never imagine that lifestyle because the thing is it's not like she's pissed at dad um or her family it's not like she runs away from home or whatever she's still going through the motions but she's just like no i'm a grown-ass woman i'm gonna do my thing like yeah yeah, do it also. Mm-hmm. But she's still they're still sneaking at this point, aren't they? Or it's like we, we get the montage of the bad dates. We got the guy that has like no hair up top, the guy with a lot of rings, yep. third guy because we're all thirds, but I can't remember his vibe. He sucked. We know but, it. Yeah, we know he sucks. So then through all of this, um, because well, hold on, I'll let you get to the, that point. No, 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 please. No, 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 we need to get to that point of the movie. I'm not, I'm about to spoil something. Okay, so we go like a second further. It's like, all right, but she's still going out with uh, Ian DeWasp. And so it's like, yo, this, where are we? He he drove her somewhere she didn't know. Eh, it's scary, but it's like, yo, this is my apartment. Do you want to come up? She's like, yes. Um, comes up and literally yeah, jumps guys. in. Yeah, and knocks over his lamp. I was like, yo, the lamp, it's broken. And this is what, this is what, this is the point at which I was like, is she a virgin? Because that was so awkward she's a virgin she's a 10,000 virgin <laughs> tula's a virgin yeah like whatever it's it's, it's hmm? it, it happens you know she, i mean she if steve wait- could do it until he was 40 so yeah in, in that film yes that poor <laughs> bastard great movie um yeah. so bags of sand you know <laughs> like bags of sand like so too are the days sand. of our lives um so i think like immediately after having sex he's like want to get married um how long were they dating because like the i thought i figured that the montage of like the other bad dates and this like i was like how long were you guys dating before he popped the question the most generous we can be is like six months 90 days oh uh, okay <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm stretching <laughs> it. Yeah, it fell fast so we, yeah. we go from first meeting when she's all frumpy to then she goes to school then they run into each other and yeah we can we can we can stretch it just so it doesn't seem stupid, but like that's the rom-coms. If, if anyone's learned anything after 81 episodes, a good rom-com is like a stew low and slow and it's better. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like when you read Romeo and Juliet in high school, it's like what this happened over a week. These kids are idiots. When it happens over years, you empathize more. It's more mm-hmm. believable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Say la vie. Uh, they get engaged and it's a problem. He's not Greek. He's not Greek. It's, it's It was right there. Again, he could have gotten a light perm. I think he could have passed. But he Ian could've. Miller is not the name of a Greek man. The, the name gives her uh, gives him away. Um, but fine, they're engaged now. And dad is uh, 
unhappy and furious and not pleased. And like the mom tells dad, oh, wait, I didn't test you. What's the mom's name? Oh, uh, fuck. I don't know. Like Maria. Or... Is this your final answer? I mean, it had like limited names. I feel like everyone was like one of th- Lucy, Maria. Are you thinking of fucking West Side Story? <laughs> Maybe. I'm going to go with Maria. That was just by knee jerk, but I don't think that's right. Garrett. That's wrong. Garrett. That's wrong. You were right. What? Yes. I just, that one was just, wow. It's that was a amazing. Se- <laughs> it's a series finale miracle. I remember the name. I didn't even need the brain museum or whatever I call it. The mind palace. There we no, go. No, Garrett. <laughs> maybe the mind palace was in you all along. Yeah. Maybe the mind palace was the friends I made along the way. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you can take that with you beyond this pod, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, remember a name. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. So uh, Reed tells Gus, like, you have to accept the marriage. Um, but it's like, fine. You're not. He's not a member of our church, the Greek Orthodox Church. And so he has no qualm. I guess he believes in nothing. He's like, fuck it. I'll just get immediately baptized. What if, what if he was like devoutly, I don't know. What's a white people, Jesus religion, Baptists, Episcopalian, Lutheran, Methodist. Those all work. We met, we met his family, like, or they do that little scene and seems like they're not leaning into any, anything there. So his his parent, we'll we'll talk about his parents like a second day, but (laughs) headline boring as fuck. Um, yeah he said he says it himself so oh even before they meet they're like oh they're very boring mm-hmm. yeah oh, that was okay. i think that was like how he introed he was like look don't worry about it they're boring yeah at least it's, it's low pro- that's just makes it a dull ass dinner fine so he he goes he gets baptized and they have to dunk him in like a kiddie pool because he's an adult yeah, yeah. Is, i love it it's fun um, so my Greek friend like my Greek friend from elementary high school and all of that she also married a I don't want this Zeno. And he also had to do the kiddie pool. And like mm-hmm. her sisters did the was the godmother. So in the movie it was Nikki, because yeah. Nikki would with the push-up and everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that, that's a real thing that happens. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, can't we choose somebody who's older to be the godmother? So at least it feels like good. I don't know. That was my hang. We up. can't. We yeah. can't. Yeah, we can't. It's funnier this way, you know. Yeah, that is true. As yeah. long as we're all uncomfortable, it's funnier. Yeah, I, I really want to see that baptism scene. And you know, like in The Godfather 2, where it's the baptism, and meanwhile, Michael Corleone ordered the hits and like everybody all over town. So we keep cutting yeah. back and forth from the. I want to see that with my big every birth wedding. and just murders. Yeah, yeah. As, as we see him getting dunked and being purified, uh, Tula's uh, orchestrating hits against, across all the girls who are cruel to her in uh, elementary school across Chicago, you know? Oh, that would have actually been pretty fire. That'd be great. Yeah. It would make no goddamn sense, but. Lots of a rom-com, yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But anywho, he's baptized. um, And then he's like learning more about Greek stuff. Um, And then we also go to meet uh, the parents. We go to meet Ian's parents. Well, they're like, Tula, that's an interesting name. What does that mean? Does it mean something in your language? It was 2002. Yeah, that's probably Can that's, I touch your hair. Oh my god! Yeah, there, there were there were those kind of white. People. Well, actually, no. That I will give no, them. That I mean, they were sweet. They they're just didn't meek. know anything. Yeah, mm. I, I have a little patience for ignorance. I think, especially because like they're both lawyers. Didn't he mention earlier? Mm. Yeah, yeah, but they yeah, could be like, that. you know, a subset of law that like isn't particularly like <laughs> well rounded. So they only do securities litigation, so it's like or like white people law or something. All the time. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah. It's like, oh, what, what, what's this food? It's so spicy. It's like, man, that's ketchup. Like, mm-hmm. there, there were those kind of folks. Their apartment, their place was so staid and dry. You know, later in the movie, like Gus toast. Calls, yeah, Gus calls them toast people. So, fine. Tula goes to meet them, and they don't hate her. It's for it's boring. It's quiet, and they're so there's it's as if these people never heard of Greece. It's like motherfucker, y'all, y'all being white people look up to Greece. It's like, oh, this democracy is sure is neat, and we're gonna make God of War and shit. So it's like, why yeah. you act like all this is brand new? Like you've never heard of Athens? Fucking a. Well, because think of the game God of War. How white is he? White as fuck. Well, yeah, that was weird. He was we have pale before he became the god. True. Yeah. yeah. We cast a Scottish guy to be the leader of the 300. So I just feel like, you know, it's our version of Greece and actual Greece are two different Greeces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very, very. But John Travolta in the movie Greece. That's a different, different Greece, Greece, but still the word. But also, where's John Travolta? Where are his people from? I don't know. I Travolta, don't there's something going John there. Travolta. There's a lot going there. There's well, I... uh Listen, I, I am not going to disparage uh, the Church of Scientology on this podcast uh, because they'll uh, find Surely us. not. Yeah, it will. And, and uh, it'll hurt. Um, I, I literally pulled up his uh, Wikipedia because like Travolta Tire Exchange, blah, blah, blah. Give me like, where are your people? They only, in a Wikipedia at the top in the early life, they only tell you, all right, so the mother was this and the father was that, what mm-hmm. everybody wants to know. Like you go to Dua Lipa's Wikipedia, it's right there, you know? But yeah. John Travolta, I whatever. I'm just gonna assume Italian, not to be an asshole, but yeah, yeah. But they, but anyway, that was such an unnecessary tangent about John Travolta's uh, ethnicity. They go to meet the parents. the The wasps go to meet the Portacoloses, uh, but it's not just the mom and the dad, because the parents decide like, oh, we're gonna call so many audibles, not tell you anything. That would infuriate me. So it's a whole family, right? Mm-hmm. Christy, walk us through. Yep. So the first meeting of the family, this is post-engagement. Um, and it's weird because you think that they would have tried to. Yeah. So they tried to pull it off. as like, oh, it's a just meeting each other. It's a parents thing um, that doesn't fly with Gus and Maria. They invite literally the entire clan out. And it's um, I don't know if they had. The, yeah, they did have a lamb. They had a lamb on a spit. They yeah. had the fire going and um, I'm trying to remember uh, the Miller's names. Har- Harriet, Harriet. I, yeah. I don't have a mind palace. That sounds like a Miller. You just have a memory. <laughs> so, so mom Miller goes out and she's like, I have a bunt, which I <laughs> did not know what that was either until this movie. Like I didn't know there was an official name for the cake with a hole inside. Mm. Well, she should have said bunt cake. No one calls it a bunt. Right, yeah. right. It'd be like saying, I have a cup. And then it's like, well, cupcake, like complete the word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good so, um, but yeah, it was, uh, I think it was a little bit like, they were just like, like you said, a little timid, a little meek um, up until the Uzo comes out. And then, <laughs> oh shit. Okay. The yeah. party well, that didn't get them loose. That just got them drunk. They're all, they're all doing shots of Uzo, which looked like, I guess, Grecian equivalent of uh, vodka. The young Opa, which she took like six to the face in like 10 minutes. And but again, I also love that, like, the old version of what drunk looks like is they would just take the video and make it like <laughs> super smushed and then take it and put it up and down. Listen, you, you ever think you're all good and then you go to the bathroom at a bar and you look at yourself in the mirror? Yeah. And it's like, and then you have that speech and you're like, okay, buddy, 
okay, we're going to survive this. It's okay. <laughs> we're good. We're not melting. Yeah, we're going to drink more water. We're going to put one yep. foot in front of the other. We're not going to puke. We'll die that for that age. in the washroom when you're drunk? Because, like, the girls are just like, oh, honey, like, you got this. You look amazing. I love you. I want to go out. Like, let's go out there. Let's dance. I'll be on the dance floor. Only when we're too drunk. Oh, okay, okay. If, 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 if you, you don't have, like, hype men, like, kind of just, like, taking care of you. In the bathroom? Yeah. No. No, that's not a thing to happen. We we piss silently, stare straight ahead, and uh, you know we we do nothing else. Yeah. Shake hands, I guess. Not even. Yeah. No. No one shakes hands. Nice piss, Jonathan. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Roger. Wonderful penis. Wonderful penis. (laughs) Great, great Johnson. Johnson. (laughs) (laughs) Freddie back. Freddie back. (laughs) Be, Be the change, guys. Be the change. You are you saying it's important that we start talking more to other men in the restroom? I mean, when you're in a drunken state and you see a man doing this pose, like the hey, let's like whatever yeah. you guys were just saying, can imagine how nice that would sound coming from someone else. You don't no, need those a are his demons. You need a taxi. Yeah, yeah, we don't have to fight other people's demons. Those are his <laughs> demons. Yeah, yeah, his cross to bear and his alone. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fine. So. Uh, Gus is at the end of the party. He's like, "Man, I hate those people. They're so boring." It's like, is this your first inter? He's acting like this is his first time ever meeting like generic white people uh, with no like cultural background that they're hip to. And he's like, "I hate this. I hate this. I hate this." And uh, Tula, she's in the kitchen, so she overhears Dad because he doesn't know how to whisper. Uh, man, I sure do hate my daughter's new uh, husband and family. God, this is killing me. Bruh. So then later she's like, mom, am I killing dad by uh, getting married to this man? She's like, what makes you say that? It's like, I heard him say this is killing me yesterday. It's <laughs> um, <laughs> like, oh, context clues. You know, you're, you truly are an empath, Tula. Oh, yeah. But then, but then grandma from the old country who is dressed like a nun in mourning the whole time and who has dementia, but it's played for laughs the whole time. She says, okay, I'm coming off the bench. Let me let me finally step in and help out, Garrett. What I you love do? that she just thinks that everyone who she doesn't know or is unfamiliar with is from Turkey and actively trying to kidnap her as part of a war that is ongoing, despite being told that the war has been over for forever. Mm-hmm. I mean, even her own family, she's like her own son. She's like you, Turk, and it's just like yeah, yeah, yeah. no, 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 no. It's it's not that time. Is this so? Wait, is this when she brings over the box? Yes, mm-hmm. the box. What's in the box? <laughs> what's in the box? I actually forget what's Christy, in the box. Yeah, what's in the box? No, uh, hold on. I'll, I'll, everyone start doing it and then I'll do it. What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? Okay, yeah, okay, so I actually thought this was this was a sweet moment for me. Um, like, okay, so the as you guys have been going through your rom-coms that I've been following, um, I have a like cry meter. Good rom-coms are like three and up. Um, and then mid is, or mid is like two, three, depending on the rest of the story. One or zero is like past. As in a rom-com is not good unless it makes you cry? Yes. So what, what ones made you cry the most? Oh, I, I know you told us to do this homework, but I actually I'm blanking. The vermouth is hitting me real bad right Hells now. Hells yeah. So, yeah. Um, but this was a crime moment. So that was one. That was that was a crime. Listen. Okay. Okay. 
Listen, okay. the, that, that sense of like, like passing it down maternally and like, I, I, like, okay, I'm second generation. I don't have those things for my grandparents. That's deep. That's mm-hmm. like, I would totally be moved if there was that, like, despite the language or whatever it is, or yeah, like the blips of like dementia, it was like, wow, that like this story, like you understand the situation I'm in enough to like actually be able to tell this story. I was moved. That's nice. Garrett, did you cry? Not at all. Dry yeah, eyes. Yeah, me neither. But yeah. clear eyes, empty hearts, always never winning. win. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You have to make listen. I, I cried at a meeting the day. I was watching a Big Mouth and uh the, the spin-off of Big Mouth and it had a really great episode. So what is oh, it you, called? Little Mouth? Uh Human Resources. Uh this mm, episode is sponsored um, by Human Resources on Netflix. What's your inner monster doing? Starring Jenny Slate, I think. Anyway, uh, yeah, so so the grandma, she's like, all right, time to do a thing. Walk into mm-hmm. the room with box. It's like, oh, I guess you had a great deal of context regarding everything that's happened around you this whole time, grandma. Um, mm-hmm. Pulls It's like, oh, flirts with her when she was getting married. And like, it's not a crown of thorns. However, the Catholic in me, and Chris, I'm sure you saw too, but that crown, I was like, this is a little thorny. This, it's, it's like, or it what are your followers about to betray it was, it, was like, it was like 200 years old, so... <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> but was it as dry as the Millers? Yeah. <laughs> Zing. So fine. She's like, I now feel uh, rejuvenated to do this. And it's great. And so cool. It's time to get ready for the wedding. Everyone is in this damn house, which is kind of how these things go. I've had that happen in my house. Um, yeah. But she's like, oh, no, I woke up with a zit. And every single person needs to run from room to room to help her fight. This. Somebody in that room said pop it. That was the worst idea. Yeah, that'll just make it way worse. The morning of, that's a dangerous fucking gambit. Christy, okay. how would you tackle the, that's it? I'm, I would tackle it the way Ian tackled it and the way Gus tackles things. Windex? Maybe not Windex, but some like, kind of chemical <laughs> thing. <laughs> I was like, oh, does Windex actually do shit? I don't think so. No. Or, you put anything. Windex on your scrapes, bruises, bumps, and burns? No. No. Mm. Mm-hmm. But I do put it on my mirrors and my glass surfaces, and that shit fucks. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fair. Hold yeah. up, if you have nothing, well, toothpaste will dry it out, but it might look bad. We're, cover up concealer is the right answer because we're not trying to cure it. We just need to not be here, you know. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You're bringing up one. Yes, Boca. Please tell us drop, more drop, about cover drop up concealer. Drop routine, Boca. Man, I, retinol is a thing. Literally, my skincare routine is like at the end of the day, I splash water on my face and uh, then I, yeah, then I go to sleep. So time will come for me one day, but no time soon. CeraVe. CeraVe. That's cleanser. how you say that? CeraVe. The CeraVe. No, no CeraVe. You never CeraVe. hear it out. You never hear it out loud. It's not CeraVe. C-E-R-A-V-E. CeraVe is right there. Let me guess. Who made when it? you pick up a bottle of water, you go, Dasani. Aquafina. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh. You can do it with anything. Oh, Madonna. Dasani. It's a Fiji. What was the movie that y'all covered? Um, the one with Nick Cage. Uh, Moonstruck. Yes. Oh, fuck. Moonstruck is one of my favorite pods because you two wouldn't shut up with the the, the <laughs> yeah, Italian hands. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's go down memory lane. Um, yeah. Okay. So they, they they get some cover up or whatever the fuck for her zits. 
the bridesmaid dress. Oh, by the way, the invitations for the wedding, Greek Greek flag. The bridesmaid's dress is like pale blue that looked fine until you get to the bottom of them. It's like a lot, was it tulle or like fluff mm. at the mm. bottom of the dress? It looks terrible. And apparently none chosen by Ian or Tula. Yeah. This was like all just decided family. upon. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it's like, especially oh and the card misspells the mother's name ian's mother's name's like oh instead of henrietta or whatever it's harry and it's like mm-hmm. is nobody feeling disrespected ian's going along with it too much way too much like like it's it's funny but it's like for real for real we're feeling slighted here yeah it must be good what must be, what 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 no say what you're thinking <laughs> <laughs> no no it's Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I meant the reason why he must be with her still. Clearly, the reasons are good that he mm-hmm. wants to enjoy this beautiful life and go through all of these things. Now, see, it's it's coming. It's like both ways. It's mutual. Like, it's not like she's like, well, your family's boring as hell. I don't want to do anything. Like, I don't want anything to do with you. And he's not like your family's overwhelming as hell. I don't want anything to do with you. You know, there's mutual respect there. They're meeting each other. That's what a healthy relationship is like. Mm-hmm. as a profoundly white person i'm just really desperate for any sort of culture so i feel like he and i are both would lean into that situation <laughs> mm-hmm. uh also he likes the grecian gluck gluck 5000 9000 i don't know exactly. that yeah fine so uh for those reasons he's sticking around and staying in this relationship and they they go to do they do we even show oh they don't we go to the greek orthodox church and it's all in greek and you know the dad had ian's dad has one good joke he's like oh it's all greek to me and i was like Hot damn, Reginald, yep. John, Jacob, Jingleheimer, Schmidt, whatever your name was. You, you had one good line in this film. Uh, you showed up. Cool. Uh, and then it's the wedding reception. And Daddy Gus gives a heartfelt speech. I was like, you know, our family name translates to orange. And uh, Miller translates to, translates to apple. So we may be different people, but inside we're all fruit. And it's like, aww. This is my second yeah. cry moment. You cried again. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. When he oh. when he hands them the 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 gift. Oh yeah, tell tell the folks about the gift. So apparently, this is um, Greek tradition. The uh, family will give a gift to the couple, mm. and they give them a deed to a house, mm. which is like big. Is nice. that what I need to do? <laughs> Marry to a family that will give me a deed yes. to a That's the only way to get a home anymore. Oh yeah. my God. Listen, Garrett, yeah, yeah. Uh, Garrett and I are clearly in our 30s because we're like, oh. oh my God. I've been on Zillow for so long. <laughs> oh my God. Why so, is everything selling 500,000 over asking? Yeah. So it's 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 a heartfelt moment. It signifies how Gus has come around. He's like, you know, I approve now. And like we said, the house is right next door. And six years later, we see Tula and Ian uh, taking their daughter to Greek school. Uh, and as they walk right by uh, Tula's parents' house. And the movie ends. Yeah. Oh. All right. Who did y'all love? The aunt. The aunt. Yeah. The aunt. Yeah. She was cool. She was like, what what's her name? Oh, let me, let me put, y'all talk about her while I pull it up. What's that name, Boca? Oh, I, I How fast can you Google that name? Aunt Vula, played by Andrea Martin. Wow, that was fast. Honestly, impressed. Yeah. Tab. No, brother. there was like that one scene where, she, oh, I think we totally skipped this. So the reason why she starts working at the at her aunt's travel agency was because her, there was like the, the little scene where 
mom and Vula and her are like, I know computers. We should like get me to work at the travel agency. And they're like, but it's not going to work unless like, that Gus thinks- her. <laughs> yeah. Cause he okay. sucks. Yeah. Yeah. So we lo- oh, and she- last little Aunt Vula story. She's like, listen, uh, Ian's parents were family now. So I must tell you uh, my whole life. I had a lump on the back of my neck. After I go through the menopause, the lump gets bigger. Oh, yeah. I finally go to the doctor and he does a, the biopsy. And he put and he, he pulls out from the biopsy. There was uh, spine and teeth in there. That lump was my twin. And I was like, why the fuck do they need what to a know horrible this? story. I absorbed my twin. Yeah. I hate my twin in the womb. So yeah. I mean, but they're family great. now. Four, four Uzos later. And it's like. Yeah, that's okay. just embedded there. Yeah, shout out little brother Nikki who wants to be a painter. That was nice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that that was another heartfelt scene. I don't think I cried at it though. Maybe like upon first viewing, but when he um he t- he kind of takes Tula aside and he's like, "You inspired me to go pursue my art dreams, and I'm going to school and going to be an artist and stuff." Mm-hmm. That was also really sweet. Yeah. yeah. Dope. All right. Uh, do they last? Yeah. 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 They have a house. Yeah. Duh. I mean, yeah, equal. They have a house. And a sequel. Yeah, all those things together we believe the couple lasts all right and lastly rate this movie from one to ten christy you get to go first Ooh, 8.7 oh that's very high you love this i absolutely it was like i said super relatable at the time um and it was it's very wholesome it follows like all of the rom-com tidbits but like like real people and Mm. healthy storyline she's doing all this stuff for herself not for mm-hmm. the 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 partner or the love, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's all, it's about self love. I love that message. Oh, that's nice, Garrett. How about you? I give like an eight. Damn, it's, it's a feel good, super good time. <laughs> I was gonna say, do you have any more words on that? <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I I really really loved it when I saw it originally. It just makes you feel like all warm and fuzzy, and mm-hmm. it's just a it's just solid as fuck. This movie might be the best rom com of this decade of the year 2000, 2010, both because. A, 90% of the rom-coms that decade sucked. Um, and B, this was Jesus. good. Yeah. Chrissy, so. are you on uh are you on team all early 2000s rom-coms suck? Because Boca rails on all of them. And for me, that was like 80% of my rom-com memories. Yeah, would be mine, would be mine too. Cause that was like at that point I had like actual experiences. I could be like, that seems familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um no, no, no. I, and, I, and I remember this too from the last podcast. I I think I'm pro. Sorry, Boca. It's fine. Yeah. You're allowed Suck to be wrong. Boca. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, th- I, I gave this movie like a 775, but I really liked it. So maybe I should okay. bump that to an eight. Um, but it was good, solid. Shout out to uh, Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson for producing this one. Um, Tom Hanks knows a good rom com. He's been in several. Yep. Um, yeah. He knows so- what a good rom com looks like. Yeah, he, he knows what love looks like, even though Chet Hanks seems to have been raised devoid of it because that boy is just fucking around. Uh, that was too cruel. Uh, <laughs> uh, but we rated the movie. We said who we loved. We nitpicked it to death. We had several yep. tangents. You know, I can't hold you guys any longer. I think this might be it. Fuck, it's over. This is, this is the end of Romance this Podcast. Is... Fuck. You know? Um, oh. Are you going to cry? No. Oh, oh, she's gonna cry. Oh shit. 
Yeah, Chris, I, I can. I think I can hold it in for another like three or so minutes. Okay, yeah. Before this Zoom times out. Um, yeah. But you know, thank you for everyone who came along with us on this journey so far. We learned a lot about uh, films in the city of New York, working as an architect and love. Um, How to remember names? Yeah, Garrett, Garrett developed a new skill. New life skill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I, I learned uh, that Judy Greer was in more movies than I thought. Um, yep. And that did you new- learn that love is real? You know, oh, all love is conditional, but it does exist. So yeah, love is real, Garrett. Wow, that's that's big for Boca. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, that was know. the point of this whole journey, wasn't it? It was just to watch movies. No, it was to help <laughs> Boca realize that love is real. Oh, you're you were working on this behind the scenes, like fucking touched by the angel this whole time, Garrett. Yep, I was teaching you how to wax on and wax off a car, and before you knew it, you knew that love was real, I'm, or whatever, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, you know, for everyone you who didn't wants- know, you were learning kung fu this whole time, but you were. Daniel San did not learn karate, by the way. He would not have been prepared. But that's a that's our karate is you stand on one leg and then you kick <laughs> in the face in place. Yes. Yeah. Uh, for everyone who wants to go back and relive this journey that started many moons ago, go to anchor.fm slash bromance pod. Go to Twitter and Instagram at podcast bromance. You can find me at Boca Boca on Twitter and Instagram. You can find Garrett at Instagram at GD Balliette. That's with two T's at the end. Christy, is there anything you'd like to plug? Um, y'all can find me on Twitter at C Marie with two E's. That's mm-hmm. kind of it. Yeah. Um, thank you, everyone. And go out there, make a rom-com. Thank you.